I hate talking about things like this. It's, uh, it's such a heartbreaking story, to, but it is in the news. And so we've got to touch on the story. Um, the community of Bancroft is coming together to support the family of a 23 year old month old boy, rather 23 month old boy who died last week after being left in a car. You can tell I'm kind of, <laughs> it's so hard to talk about this. So I'm going to step away for a second and allow, uh, for Mayor Paul Jenkins to take over. He's the mayor of Bancroft and he was on Toronto today with Greg Brady. He describes uh, the situation in Bancroft. It is a beautiful town. It is a beautiful area. And it is uh, an incident that's really shocked the whole area. Um, Everybody's reeling from this. This is something that happens somewhere else. It doesn't happen here. Yeah. And the mother who works at a local high school, she somehow forgot that her son, her toddler was in the backseat of the car. So she went in to teach and came out after classes let out last Thursday and discovered that she had left the baby in the car. He was unresponsive and uh, they just, they couldn't revive him. It's just such a, a, just a massive tragedy. And the whole town is supporting this family. You know, all the things go through your mind, um, you know, how things like this happen. And, and we know they happen. Uh, we, we hear about them. We see about them. You know, they're now designing cars with sensors uh, to alert you that there are things in the backseat when you go to leave, uh, you know, et cetera. So, uh, probably a symptom of um, the life that so many people lead today, which uh, is super busy and uh, very stressful. Everybody's life is very stressful. I'm, I'm sure there are people still that say, well, how can you forget you have a child in the car? Hopefully this never becomes your reality, but it does happen. And we want to avoid that happening to you or anybody that's listening right now. Amber Rollins is director of Kids and Car Safety. It's a nonprofit organization in the States dedicated to saving lives of children and pets in and around motor vehicles. She joins the show. Amber, it's such a tragic uh, story. Once again, toddler left in the car. Uh, it was a very hot day. And, you know, that's it's it's uh, this whole family is lost and the town is rallying around them. And this happens far too frequently. What are the stats on how often this can happen? Because nobody thinks it's going to happen to them. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And that's why, you know, this continues to happen. It's really hard to wrap your head around. Um, but, you know, every year in the United States, on average, we're seeing 39 children die in hot cars. And this has been a number that has been trending upward uh, for the last 30 years. And, you know, one of the contributing factors is that children are riding in the back seat, which they're absolutely safer there, and they're also rear-facing. So if your child is sleeping, they're in the back seat, they're rear-facing, that car seat looks the same whether the baby's in there or not, and you've got a million things going on, like every mm -hmm. parent out there, um, you know, this, this is something that could happen to anyone. Yeah, Consumer Reports, along with many advocates of child passenger safety, I'm sure your group as well, have pushed for automakers to provide integrated heat stroke prevention systems. There are two main types. They're end-of-trip reminders or occupant sensing alerts. So basically, I guess, if there's pressure on that back seat and you get out, you turn the car off, close the door, you will hear an alarm to let you know you've left something in the back seat. How far away are we from actually uh, delivering cars with these systems that are standard as a default? Well, I can tell you right now on the market, there are two automakers that are um, including occupant detection technology. 
Kia and Hyundai both have select makes and models that come with a um, motion-type sensing system that can detect a child in the backseat. And we have had this technology around for many, many years. Um, it just, you know, our, our big message to the auto industry is you don't have to wait. Put it in the cars today. We need it. You know, our children can't protect themselves. We've heard numerous times, you know, when when somebody leaves an animal in the car, you know, I saw this video and it was going around social media. It's everybody should watch this video. It's a vet that gets in with the windows rolled up in a summer day and gets in the car and actually experiences, you know, how quickly he heats up. The inside of a vehicle, according to your literature, heats up very quickly. Even with the windows cracked, the temperature inside a car can reach 125 degrees in minutes. 80% of the increase in inside temperature happens within the first 10 minutes and it shows that cracking a window does not help slow the process of heating your vehicle or the maximum temperature so we need reminders i guess i mean we we're all fallible our memory is you know who among us hasn't left you know the cereal uh you know the bowl of cereal inside you know a different place like the cupboard or something i mean it happens right you get busy you get forgetful um what what tips do you recommend for making sure that you've got a little visual in order to prevent a tragedy like this? So one of the main things we want to encourage people to do is create, like you said, a visual reminder. So put the diaper bag in the front seat with you every single time you have the baby. And if you don't use a diaper bag, you know, put something like a stuffed animal in your car. And that stuffed animal lives in the car. And anytime you put the baby in the car, you bring the stuffed animal up to the front seat with you. And that is like your visual cue that your child is with you. Another thing I did when my son was little was every time he was with me, I played baby music. And that really kept me in that conscious Ah. awareness that he was with me because you really, like, you can't ignore baby shark, right? It's like there talking to you. (laughs) So um, that was, for me, that was helpful. Um, you also, if your kid goes to daycare or, um, you know, a relative watches them, you want to make a very strict policy with them that they would call you immediately if your child didn't show up as scheduled. That seems like a no brainer to me. That seems like part of the service. They should say, okay, it's half an hour. It's been a bit, a bit of time here. Let's call and find out where so-and-so is. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it is a common courtesy and, they do it at the elementary, middle, and high school level here um, in the U.S., and they're very serious about it. And, you know, these daycares, they, they have very strict rules on the ratio between kids and providers, and so they're already paying very close attention to who is where and who is not. So um, it, it, it really wouldn't be that big of an app for them to do that. We're talking about safety tips for parents and and people that that are caregivers to create, so that they do not have uh you know any kind of tragedy that it like the story out of Bancroft where that poor mother left her child in the car, went in and taught high school, and uh, discovered after school that the child was still in the car. It's a terribly heart wrenching story. Um, 
you mentioned that you should make a habit of opening the back door every time you park to ensure no one is left behind. That seems good in theory, but I wonder how quickly people would forget. So you have, um, you know, fail safe measures that would ensure you have to open up that back seat of that car every time you park. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So some people have suggested put your left shoe in the back seat. <laughs> you know, that's, it's kind of a funny suggestion, but if you start walking through the parking lot and you don't have your left shoe on, well, you're going to turn around and go back, right? You got to get your shoe. So, um, you know, other things you could do, put a cell phone um, or an item that you just can't start your day without. I would put my laptop in the back because if I sit down to work and I don't have my computer, I'm going to have to go back to the car to get it. So whatever that item is for you, put it in the back seat on the floor right in front of your child. So it's like that second check, you know, absolutely you have to open that back door. Sure. An employee badge is another one. And I think that is brilliant because a lot of us can't get in. You know, it's our key into the building. And if we don't have it, uh, you know, wh- where is it? All oh, right. So my back seat, you go in, boom, there's your kid. You know, the, the, yep. there's tragedy averted. You also say make sure that kids can't get into a parked car. This is an important storyline or uh, part of the storyline that actually can result in tragedy as well. Can you give us some tips on this? Absolutely. I, you know, they think this is one of the most preventable types of tragedies um, because about one-fourth of car deaths happen when a child gets into a car and then can't get back out. And also important for people to know that 68% of those kids that get in on their own and can't get out are little boys. And this is not surprising to anybody who's got a little guy because they're hyper-focused on cars. It's like, right. I think it's like in their DNA. Um, so, you know, always, even if you don't have kids, Keep your cars locked 100% of the time. This is so important, so easy to do. For a number of reasons, it's a great thing to do. Um, keep your keys and your key fobs out of reach of children 100% of the time. And if your child does go missing, immediately you need to check the inside floorboard and trunk of all vehicles in the area because um, you just never know um, where they're going to be. Sometimes they get in, they lock the doors all by themselves. So even if it's locked, you want to make sure that you get the keys from the owner and you get inside and check. Amber, they're all very uh, smart tips that I hope people will use. I thank you so much for sparing some time for us today. It's a story that we don't want anybody to have to go through again. So hopefully you have provided some help on, uh, you know, just tips and checkpoints where we can make sure that we avert this tragedy. Absolutely. I'm so glad to hear that the community is you know, lifting up this family and just, you know, showing them their support. This is something that happens to the best of parents. Yeah, and that is true. I mean, it, you can be from any walk of life, incredibly responsible. It's so easy for this to happen. Amber, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me.